Good morning, episode number seven. <clears throat> We're in Flatwood, Michigan. We just got out of the cops shop. And uh, my cousin was asked me and Rick if we were babysitters or daughters. So we're babysitting you two by uh, two uh, second cousins. And they're bored, so Rick takes a big lighter and he doesn't click it, but he takes the he takes the the, uh, the knob and he pushes it down and he inhales the gas. And then he lights it and then he shoots out. He blows the the butane for it out and a ball of fire comes out. So we start having a contest. Who can throw out the biggest ball of fire? So Rick takes another big one and the girls are loving it. And he has a big handlebar mustache and a beard and long hair. <laughs> he blows it out. And his, uh, his mustache catches on fire. So my my uh, my cousin slapped his mustache and put it out, and he kept on doing it. Well, now then his his eyebrows got singed. So then I started doing it, and I said I threw out a big one that went halfway across the room, and she said, Richard Clark. What are you doing? I said, I'm not doing anything. I, I, I stopped. And she said, uh-huh. Do I have to come out there and babysit? Nope. So, I don't know, we spent a couple of days. We left. We came back to Rock. And, and then, his, uh, his ex-girlfriend came back. Vicky Martin, and we went over she took me in the house and there was her mom. And in the meantime, Rick was out in the car because he was allowed over the house. Period. So. This was Lake Michigan yesterday. It's been fun, Chicago, but you're Canada now. We start making out and her mom really, really likes me over Rick. So we started talking and um, she didn't like Rick. So it was kind of hard to spend time with them both. So I shut Rick off. And then me and Vicky We were in love. Jesus. Um got you her no hopes. Needs like a champ. Everyone on the phone has Nothing I'm gonna end up for her, nothing she wouldn't end for me. And her mom was great and her she brother. Was great. And so were her two younger brothers. But 
I got talked into going into the service, so I signed up for the Navy. And I got hurt in boot camp. I remember I hit myself in the back with a big buckle on the backpack. And that night, I couldn't move. So they took me to the infirmary. The doctor told the MP, she stand by him because I'm gonna give him a shot, it's gonna knock him out. Gave me a shot, it didn't knock me out until I got to the, to the Jeep. The doc gave me a bunch of pills and he said, every time you get up, take a pill. So every time I got up out of bed, I took a pill. Well, anybody that's been in the service knows that four o'clock in the morning, they, they blow regularly. Breakfast. So we got out of bed, we jumped out of bed. I grabbed my pants. I went to go zip up the zipper. And what do you think happened? I'm gonna tell you. I was so freaking high that I ripped the zipper out of the pants. So I get another pair of pants. Coming back, we had to get a shower. I forgot to take my clothes off. I got in the shower with my clothes on. And when the when the when the master arms came. We had to get in line. We had to go around the whole thing and say I'm a hoser because of what we did. And you know, that wasn't bad. But my back went out again the following night. Same thing happened. So I had to go to my CC, CCO. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it right. The salute or the stop. None of that stuff. And he was so pissed. He gave me fifteen walking chips, which is a permission to walk and ground to get to where you're going. Following a map. I was walking, and I ended up walking into the graduation parade. And the chief stopped me, and he said, Son, what the hell do you think you're doing? And I said, I'm going to the infirmary. And he said, Do you have any idea where the hell you are? And I said, I'm walking where the map told me to walk. And he said, let me see your chits. He took all of them. All of them. And then he told me, now let's see, explain that to your chief in the infirmary. So when he got to the infirmary, the chief said, 
Sailor, where's your chitza at? A man took them as I was walking here. He, he took them off. So he, he got me more. Now, in the infirmary, it was an insane time because everybody in here had something with them. I mean, we had a guy that had severe asthma. We had a guy that sleepwalked and was asleep. Everybody had something wrong. Well, what they did to this poor guy was not funny. They took all of his t-shirts and tied him in knots. That wasn't so bad. But then we got a guy Who, who begged to be mastered arms. So he got a blanket party and you know what that is, I'll tell you. You throw a shit over on somebody and then you take your flip flops and you beat the holy hell out of them. We not only beat the hell out of them, we just got a, we got a purple ink stamp and we tattooed this boy purple from head to toe. I am but, uh, you know, that that wasn't so bad. But then, what they did next was even wickeder than before. We took a string, and the guy above me was on crutches. So they took a string, and they rang it around the bed and up and tied it a rounder's toner up and over them put a hat on it but in the hat they put shaving cream and eggs so I, I said how are you guys gonna get that to dump on him and I said no it better not come down on me or I'm not gonna be a happy camper didn't come down on me what happened was they they tickled his foot and he yanked it and the hat tipped and egg and, and shaving cream hit him in the, I mean, did dripped all over him. And he yelled, who the hell? I pretended like I said, what? Huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody put a hat over my head with shaving cream and all kinds of bullshit on it. And, and so I said, well, That can't be right. Because, um, it just can't be. With extra cheesy rom coms. It's you. So, get 30 day access to stream thousands of movies for free on Epix Now with any online order from Domino's. What happened next was.
saying, because what they did was they took We had a guy that like he slept, he slept walked, and I was doing MP duty. So my job for the whole night was to just make sure that he didn't hurt anybody. So in the middle of the night, he gets up and he walks to the bathroom. And he doesn't think nothing of it. So, no doubt. I come by and I have to follow him into the bathroom. So I follow him into the bathroom. He starts naked. So I come out and there's a female officer in, in the bunch. So I stand at attention. And he comes walking out, stark naked. And she looks at him, she says, Soldier, why are you walking around naked? And so I said, excuse me, ma'am. But he was sleepwalking. And I was following him and she didn't hurt himself. And he went into the shower and he was sound asleep. And then I came out and here you are. So she told him, get some clothes on and go to bed. That was it. So we went, he went to bed. But then, he started saying, he woke everybody up at three o'clock in the morning. He was yelling, I wanna buff the floors. I wanna buff the floors, what the fuck? Here's the buffer and I wanna buff the floors. So the, the master at arms we had looked like Baby Yui. Remember Baby Yui the duck? Kind of just like Baby Ewing. So we used to get the guy the the buffer. So we got him the buffer. And we let him buff the floor for four freaking hours. He buffed him. <laughs> and then he put it away. And when the when the commander came in, he said, My God, what happened to the floor? It looks so shiny. And we said, Well, Officer so and so here got up at three o'clock in the morning and buff the floor for you. Now, we're moving in. We had to give, we had to give our civilian hose the, the Salvation Army because we were gonna get dressed whites. So everybody in my unit gave away their clothes and it came time for us to get out. We didn't have any dress whites because they forgot to come and measure us. So we had to go downstairs into the Salvation Army in the basement and try and find something that we could wear home. Something that fit, anything. So I, I ended up with a, with a pinstripe suit white shirt that was like four sizes too big but I couldn't find a belt and the shoes I ended up wearing my boondockers which are military issued shoes for those who don't know home so we go to the airport 
and I have to hold up these pants, and we walk into a, uh, a clothing store, and the woman looks at me and says, you just got out of the service, didn't you? And I said, what was your first clue? And she looked at me and she said, first of all, the haircut. Uh, okay. Second of all, the way you're dressed, that suit's like four sizes too big. I said, yes, ma'am, I'd, I'd like to get a belt. So I, I got a belt. And then we got on the plane and flew into Chicago. Long story short, when I got back, I got back with my girlfriend and her, I met her dad. Her dad didn't like me and I couldn't stand her, her dad. But you know what? I tolerated him. So then in a chapter of my life from 18 to 21, that's my life. For the rest, you'll have to listen to chapter 8, 9, 10, and 11. I got a whole bunch. I'm out of here. God bless you.